episode of the Unstuck Movement is with the great and powerful Jared Miller. I love this guy so much. So Jared, the singer, songwriter, and now best-selling author, Jared has been passionately leading for over 25 years. Born in Houston, Texas, Jared has been involved in music his entire life, singing at conferences since the age of eight years old. He has written and co-produced nine albums from rock bands to solo and church worship projects. Jared has played with the likes of Jars of Clay, DC Talk, Skillet, and Ricardo Sanchez. Truth is Jared's newest song, inspired by his book, Truth, The Lies. Look at that right there. The Lies We've Been Told. There is his book, incredible book. I suggest you get this book. I suggest you listen to this podcast right now because it's going to inspire you. It's going to empower you. Jared is proud of all of his accomplishments, both in and out of the studio, but he will tell you this project, this truth project, is his most inspired ever. Let's get into it right now. Yes, welcome back to the Unstuck Movement, telling great stories of perseverance. I'm your host, Rob Z. We're very honored today to have the great and powerful Jared Miller in the house. Jared, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be with you today. Absolutely, my friend. Amazing book right here that nobody can see. There we go. It's called Truth by Jared Miller. Powerful, powerful book. I highly suggest you you check that out. We'll have a link for that in the bio. But today, my friend, you know, we on this platform talk about the stories of getting unstuck, how we got out of those places in our lives and found breakthrough in those situations. And I love to pose a big question to start the conversation off. I want to pose this question to you. The big question is, in that place of being stuck, were you stuck or were you sheltered? And what does that mean to you? Yeah, what an incredible question. So I'm going to start off by saying this. Uh, Author Max Dupree said this. He said, the first job of every leader is to define reality. Mm. The The first job of every leader is to define reality. Mm. So as as leaders to ourselves and our in our teams, we want to paint a picture of a brighter tomorrow. But we also have to say, what is reality now? Not is it how we wish it would be? How is it now? Mm. And so that's a great question. Am I stuck or am I sheltered? And if we don't have a high level of awareness, we might get the two confused. So I'll give you an example. Sometimes as believers, as we're going through life, um, God's rejection, sometimes we'll ask God for things and he'll say, he'll say no, not now or wait. His three answers are no. Yes, but not now. Wait. Mm. And so sometimes God's rejection is actually his protection. Mm. And so we have to ask ourselves if our awareness is not where it needs to be, if we're not seeing things correctly. Oh, by the way, in order to see things right, you have to set things right. In order to see things right, you have to set things right. Mm. If I don't, if I don't, see things as they really are, then my response to that situation might say, hey, I'm stuck, when in actuality, I might just be being sheltered. And vice versa, I might say, hey, God's protecting me when really, I'm just a product of my own stupid decisions. Mm. 
Hmm. Sometimes it's not the devil's fault or God's fault. Sometimes it's my fault. <laughs> and I and I have to own that. And so we have to have a correct level of awareness slash reality slash dare I say truth in order to answer the question, am I stuck or am I sheltered? Here's something else. Sometimes when God gives us a delay, that doesn't mean denied. It just means wait. And so here's something that's really cool. When we feel stuck, and by the way, we all feel stuck at some point or another, do we not? We all feel stuck. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And so sometimes when you feel stuck, you feel like you're going crazy because you feel like, as Einstein says, you're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. However, when we read that scripture, those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. I was raised to believe that those who wait on the Lord means I'm just going to pitch a tent and just chill out and wait and sit until God does something. But Rob, you and I like to eat. I like to eat. You like to eat. When we go to a restaurant and we have a waiter, what does the waiter or waitress do? Mm. They serve us. Mm. Another word for waiter or waitress is server. So if we think, if we, if, if we have the right awareness and the right reality and the right truth of those who serve the Lord, those who serve other people, there's no problems, only solutions, right? So those who get to moving and serve will renew their strength. And so how do you get unstuck? You got to keep moving. Well, whenever you feel like you can't move, this is, this is like what's really powerful. If you are in a small hole, and you are too big for that hole, the question is, is the hole too small or are you too big? <laughs> Both. Both. So what happens is, is if you feel stuck, you have to change your environment. You might have to take two steps back to take 10 steps forward. You might have to get smaller to get bigger. Mm. And the, the common denominator of all those scenarios is, is a big curse word. It's the C word in our society, and that word is change. Mm. The only thing that doesn't change is change. So we know that change is, in, is inevitable, but growth is optional. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. So we yeah, have you to are. Our, I'm, we I'm, have to, I'm following. We have to keep our focus forward. If if not, when we're stuck, if we if we don't keep the vision in front of us of where we're supposed to go and where we're called to be, we'll get depressed. We'll get a downward spiral cycle, and we'll never get out of that insanity hamster on the wheel mentality or mode of life than where we're supposed to be. So. It's so important that we, if we can't move physically, we have to move internally, like in our minds and in our spirits. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus heals uh, 10 lepers. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 17, it says, as they went, they were healed. And it, it's so important for us to know that it's, it's in the moving, it's in the doing that we get our healing, that we find our solutions, that we get unstuck, right? And all of this that I'm talking about is a process. 
It doesn't happen overnight. We get so focused on the destination when really we should be more focused on the direction. Yeah. Direction is more important than destination. If we get so focused on the destination, we'll get destination disease. And it's so important that we really keep our eyes on not just what we're doing, but who we're becoming. Who we're becoming. Jim, Jim Rome said, the greatest value in life is not what you get. It's what you become. The greatest value in life is not what you get. It's what you become. Mm-hmm. And so for all of our listeners today who, who feel possibly stuck, I just want to encourage them, don't curse the process that you're going through mm-hmm. because the process just might be the purpose. Wow. You know, you said so much there and a couple of things really stick out. That first, that first of all, you might get everything you want in life and it might destroy you, right? Might yeah. be might be the exact thing that you didn't need is the thing that you want. So that's super powerful. What what are you becoming as you're getting the things that you think that you want? That's big. That's huge. I love that. That server waiter analogy. That's huge, man. Because waiting is so hard. And while you're waiting, you should be serving. If you if you wonder what you should be doing while you're waiting for the promise, you should be serving. Right. Boy, that's right. That is so good. That is so good because that is so true because you want to just wait around and be like, well, it's not coming yet. It's not coming yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Well, if you're out there serving while you're waiting, you're not going to be focusing on the waiting so much because when you're focused in, in a practical sense, when you're focused on other people and helping them and serving them, you lose track of you. Yeah. Right? So you're just serving others. You're helping other people. When it comes to what God wants for our lives, he wants us to serve other people, to lift them up, to connect, to contribute. So if you're doing that, then the waiting is not nearly as painful because you're Absolutely. serving. Absolutely. If you if you look at it from a physical sense, a body in rest stays in rest. A body in motion stays in motion. So that's why they say that when you work out, you have more energy. Mm. It's the whole concept of taking massive action. It's the whole concept of as you serve, as you do the work and become who you're created to become, as you move, you find your healing, you find your answer, you find your solution. So many times we focus on the exception and not the rule. Mm. Like people like to focus on Jesus overturning the tables. Hmm. But that was the exception, not the rule. Yeah. We focus on the lack, what we don't have instead of what we do have, right? Absolutely. Absolutely we do. And so... I want to kind of shift gears now. Part, part of getting unstuck is, is your environment. Like we've all heard that a shark grows to the size of its environment. If it's in an aquarium, it grows to that size. If it's in the Pacific Ocean, it grows to that size. And so the question that I want to ask, and this is this is really where I want to I want to help people today. The question I want to ask is: Am I bigger than my environment? Or is my environment bigger than me? Mm. Am I bigger than my environment? Or is my environment bigger than me? And so if Mm. you allow me, getting unstuck, I want to talk about uh, 10 characteristics of what a growth environment looks like. Please. 
Enlighten yeah. us, yes, please. Yeah, what a growth environment looks like. Okay. So number one, others are ahead of me. We've all heard if you are the biggest fish in the pond, you're in the wrong pond. Mm-hmm. If you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? And so you got to get inside a room, an environment, a community, a culture where others are ahead of you. Mm. You can learn something. You're not the biggest fish in the pond. Yeah. So others are ahead of me. It's number one. Number two, I am continually challenged. Continually stretched. I'm challenged. People who don't want to be challenged don't want to grow. Number three, my focus is forward. Okay. The past is a great teacher if you learn from it, Mm -hmm. but it's a terrible prison if you're mastered by it. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I'll kind of date myself here, right? I'm in my early 40s. And in a land far away, in a time far away, we had these things called a VHS. Mm. <laughs> and we would, well, you can still do it now, I suppose, but we would have these remote controls to where you could rewind, pause, and fast forward. The only problem is in real life, you can't do that. Right. You can't rewind. If, if you focus on the past too long, like Lot's wife, you'll become hardened. You got to keep facing forward. It's the only way to move in the direction of getting unstuck. So again, number one, others are ahead of me. Two, I'm continually challenged. Mm-hmm. Three, my focus is forward. Mm-hmm. Here's a big one. Number four, the atmosphere is affirming. Mm. So there's three things people want. These are human needs that people want. There's many needs, but I'm going to name three of them. People want to be acknowledged, appreciated, and affirmed. Mm. Any team, volunteer, compensated, it doesn't matter. Everyone desires to be acknowledged, acknowledge who I am as an individual, appreciated, show me that you appreciate my value and my contribution, and affirmed. Encourage me in the direction that I'm called to go in. So watch this now. Acknowledgement lets someone know you notice their presence and contribution. Hmm. Appreciation says thank you for their efforts. Affirmation takes acknowledgement and appreciation further by reinforcing the desired behaviors of the other person. So imagine when you're in an environment where you're acknowledged, appreciated, and infirmed. You're going to grow without question. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that good? Number five, I am often out of my comfort zone. Hi, my name is Jose Escobar, and I'm the founder and CEO of the Connected Leaders Academy. We're a growing tribe a community of entrepreneurs all over the world, globally, all across the country, high performers, titans of industry. If you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow personally and professionally, scale your influence, develop your skill sets, move the needle in your business, more clients, more money, more profit, the bottom line, and of course, grow your circle and your network like never before, this is where you wanna be. 
Join the Connected Leaders Academy today. We are scaling massively. We want to welcome you in. Check me out on Instagram and on Facebook, the at symbol JASCO25. We look forward to having you join us. Take care. When people are on the fence of two things, they always go back to their comfort zone. They always go back to what they're familiar with. So a growth environment to get unstuck means they're often out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Here's one that I like. Number six, they wake up excited. Hmm. They're not hitting the snooze button 10 times. They're not like, God, I got to get up. It's not that I have to, it's that I get to, right? They wake up excited. What keeps them excited? Two things, passion and vision. Mm -hmm. The passion on what's inside of them and the vision of where they're going. Mm -hmm. When you're passionate about what you do, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Mm -hmm. So they wake up excited. Yeah, if I can speak to that for one second, man, I just want to touch on that because that is really important, right? Because when you have the without the vision, the challenges are roadblocks that slow you down and beat you up. When you have the vision, the challenges become the momentum. All of a sudden, those roadblocks that are in front of you. When you have the vision set, those roadblocks get behind you and they start to push you towards wow. that vision. The resistance becomes the momentum. You Absolutely, have have the it does. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Number seven, failure is not the enemy. You have to have great awareness to understand failure is not final Mm -hmm. and failure is not fatal unless you stay there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your awareness has to be failure is setting me up for a comeback and for success. Number, Number eight, others are growing too. They're growing also. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is about community. Someone used the word camaraderie. Little little sidebar here, right? So we've heard of comrades and constituents. So comrades, camaraderie, comrades are a group of people who come together based on what they're against. Constituents are a group of people who come together based on what they're for. Mm. So really, are you focused on, do you unify based on what you're against or do you unify based on what you're for? Mm. That's good. And you don't hear the word constituents enough. People really cheerlead. Yeah, my comrades, my comrades. Man, I want to be known by what I'm for. Yeah. There are things that I'm against, but I want to be known by what I'm for. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, for. That's, that's the difference between fixed and la- fixed and growth, lack and abundance, right? If you're ag- if you're all focused on being against something, you're you're operating out of lack. You're ap- operating out of a place of fear. If you're operating in a place of something you're for, now you're operating out of love and community. Absolutely, absolutely, and community. See, that's where there's there's not competition as much as there is completion. Or complimenting. Like I compliment you and you compliment me and where I'm weak, you're strong. And where you're weak, I'm strong. Community, others are also growing. Mm-hmm. Number nine, people desire to change and improve. 
Rob, it's astounding to me how many people say they want to improve, but when they're presented with the opportunity and the challenge to do so, they hunker down and they bow out. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to say you want to do something and then, okay, well, how about we do it? And they back out. So, so a lot of this takes, again, vision, but also humility. When you say you desire to change, you have to have enough awareness and the humility to admit, I need to change. So many people say, no, I'm good the way I am. I don't need to change. You need to change. No, we all need to change. Mm-hmm. If we don't change, we will remain stuck forever. Mm-hmm. Again, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Mm-hmm. And then number 10, growth is modeled and growth is expected. That's so important that that's communicated on the front end of any relationship. Growth is modeled, but it's also expected. You are expected to grow here. If you ever get stuck, we're going to grow you and you're going to get unstuck out of that environment, out of that situation, out of that pothole that you're in. Yeah, if you're around the right people, you'll be modeling that because they're all growing also. Absolutely. Right? That's, that's, that, that's when you know you're in the right place because if you find yourself stagnant or getting stuck you can point to the people around you and you can see them growing and they're also going to help you grow and they're going to help you get out of that place man so that's that's powerful brother that's really really good it is powerful like a preacher or something well only on sundays (laughs) i'm kidding and mondays and mondays just today (laughs) so to really add some value to the listeners and those who are watching, uh, I want to give a, I want to give everyone a five-step process of what it means to be for growth to be modeled. Mm. This is about mentorship and empowerment. And mm. so, for people to take copious notes for this next few minutes, I'm going to give you a five-step process of what a how growth is modeled, what that looks like. So, when you're mentoring someone, the mentor to the mentee, this is what it looks like. Number one. I do, you watch, we talk. You with me? Yep. I'm leading by example. I'm modeling growth. I'm going to help you get unstuck. I do, you watch, we talk. Number two, I do, you help, we talk. Number three, you do, I help. Again, we talk. Number four, you do, I watch, we talk. And then number five, you do, someone else watches. Mm. And that's how you model growth and multiply leaders and get not just an individual, not just a group, but a community and a culture of people who are unstuck in their lives. Yeah. Amen. That's beautiful. I love that. You know, and, and this that's so good, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. And anybody who's uh, listening or watching this right now, I'd go back, take notes, write some of this stuff down. So you, you put a lot of a go- you put a lot of gold in here. I'm overwhelmed with the amount of gold you're throwing in this bad boy. I'm <laughs> like, honestly, so good. Really, really good. One thing that I've learned as a coach. Uh, and I have to learn it over and over and over again, is that when I'm telling people what to do, they usually don't do what I want them to do or even what they want to do or need to do, right? 
But when right. I create the environment to let them decide what it is that they need to do, and then I observe, I keep them accountable, and then I talk it through with them, they grow. Because when we come to our own conclusions, as a, as a good coach, as a good leader, you have to ask the right questions. You ask the right questions, you're going to get the right answers. And if you let people, if you ask people the right questions, they're going to come to the right conclusions for their own life. And then you just become a vehicle that provides them with the motivation, the momentum, the accountability so that they can continue to become better. And that's, it's, it's really magical and it's really, really cool. And, and I think our society has a difficult time with that because we don't have enough great leaders in our society. So building those great leaders is so important and it all starts with asking the right questions. And what you just hit on is paramount. And here's why. It's the difference between empowering people and enabling people. Yep. If you guide people through strategic questions, not manipulation, but motivation to empower them, for them to come to their own conclusions, now you've empowered them. If you tell them what to do and tell them to go do what you told them to do, you gave them the answer, but in reality, you took away their ability to think for themselves. And you gave them the ability to blame somebody else. Now they can blame you, they can resent you, and they can take all the responsibility off of them if they decide if they want, want to do that. 100%. Yeah. That was lit. Lit coaching. That was lit, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Yeah, thank you. Listen, Jared, you're amazing. I'm so glad that you're my buddy, that I have you in my life. Such great wisdom you shared here today. Thank you for coming on. I want to pose the question to the audience, as I always do. The question I asked you is the question I'm going to ask everybody who's watching or listening right now. Are you stuck or are you sheltered? What a powerful question that is. So think about that. Are you stuck right now where you're at or are you sheltered? And go back and listen to this again if you want to really dissect that for yourself and find out how you can get unstuck, which is the whole point of this platform. Uh, Jared, as we sign off, anything you want to leave the listeners with? Anything you want to, I mean, you gave them a lot, but anything you want to leave them with? Well, I would love to, and I love to say this line and ask to do with my book, Truth of the Lies We've Been Told. To tie it all together, <clears throat> we really hit on awareness and seeing things as they really are because you can't really move the needle until you understand what's really going on. But all of that also ties into truth. Mm. Getting unstuck, being sheltered, the awareness, the reality of where you are and what's really happening all ties into truth. And so I'll say this, when you know truth, you know yourself. And when you know yourself, you have the ability to add the most value to the world. And that's what getting unstuck is all about. And if you want to know truth, there it is right there. Get the book, Jared Miller. The link's in the bio. Powerful man. Love it so much. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. All glory to God. Hey, would you uh, send us off with a prayer to finish this thing off? I would be honored. Father, thank you for allowing us to have this time together today. There's not a human being that is passed on that's still alive or that is to be born that has not is not or will not be stuck at some point in their life lord i believe with all my heart it is not your will for us to remain stuck mm. 
some people are stuck physically. Some people are stuck mentally. Some are stuck emotionally and some are stuck spiritually. Lord, I pray that as your word declares, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. It is your will that we would have freedom in our lives and that we would go from being stuck to unstuck to become unstoppable. And so, Lord, wherever someone may find themselves today listening or watching this incredible podcast, allow them, Lord, to see themselves as you see them. Let them know that the power that's on the inside of them is greater than any circumstance around them. Mm -hmm. And that when they know you, you will empower them to become unstuck and unstoppable. And God, I thank you that you are moving on hearts. You are renewing vision in people's eyes and in their lives, and you're helping them grow and get better and become, find freedom in their lives today. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, the power, the power of God. All right, Jared, thank you, my friend. Great talking to you. Thanks for blessing us with your presence today. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. 